America has evolved over the years. We've made a lot of positive changes for the good. But whatever happened to patriotism? Wait, that'd be a great name for a podcast. Well, here we go. Welcome to the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast. America. That's right. I said it. America. Hey guys, it's your host Mike. I know I promised I wouldn't say that at the beginning, but I couldn't resist. Welcome to the Whatever Happened to Patriotism show slash podcast. A little bit about us. Uh, We just went through a reformatting. Two weeks from now, we're going to have our new studio set up. going to be moving to that, so you're not going to have so much echo as one of my friends in Oregon complained about. So we're going to get that fixed for you. But about us, about the show, whatever happened to patriotism? That name right there is going to grab you. That's probably what brought you to the podcast. So you're taking going, where, where is this guy going with this? What is he talking about? Well, my name is Mike. I'm a vet. I served in the United States Air Force for six years doing the weekend warrior thing as military police. I know that all the other branches are going to be saying I was part of the chair force, but guess what? At least I was a Coast Guard. Let's get it right out of the way right now. This podcast is not an extremist podcast. This podcast is not a three percenter podcast, nor do we endorse the three percenters. This is just me, a vet a regular American guy talking to you about my views on patriotism. So what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to end up talking eventually about movies, patriotic movies, music, news, beer. Is Sam Adams the most patriotic beer? Not Budweiser anymore, unfortunately, with them getting bought out by the German company. Cities. Is Boston the most patriotic city? And then we're going to go from there, talk about different states, talk about your rights, as individuals and where they are and where where they aren't and where they're being abused. We're going to talk about history's patriots. We're going to talk about William Wallace, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Donald Trump. Well, no, not Donald Trump. Anyhow, William Wallace, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, usual suspects. We're going to dig in and we're going to take a look at it and go, what did these guys do and what sort of character did they have to do what they did? Because part of the spoils of war is history and how the history books are written. Think about how they'd be different if George Washington wouldn't have won the war. He'd be a traitor. Some things we're going to talk about there. Another thing we are huge on here is, at least for me, vets and first responders. Talk about an underappreciated group of people right now in society. Let's start with the vets. For years, it's been popular to push the vets down. Why are you signing up? Why are you baby killers? Why are you doing what you do? Fuck you. No, that's not a thing. What I believe in part of patriotism, there is no greater honor than serving your country. There is no greater duty than giving back to your country. That being said, of course, there's going to be bad people in that group, just like there's bad people in every group. Speaking of bad people in groups, let's jump right into it. We are a huge, I am a huge supporter of first responders, firefighters, and police officers. Of course, it's not popular to support cops right now, but guess what? Who are you going to call if you have a problem? A crackhead? 
I don't think so. You're going to call the beta male from down the street, ask him to come over in his pink shorts and help you out as you're dealing with someone breaking into your house. Maybe you're going to throw, I don't know, your teacup at him to try and get him to get out of the house before they attack you or break into your house. It's another thing we're going to talk about here. Second Amendment rights with guns. Scary, scary guns. If any of these things trigger you, please unfollow, unsubscribe, and don't listen to us any longer because it's just going to get better from here. I promise. Continuing on down the list, what else are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about the Constitution of the United States. We're also going to be talking about the constitutional amendments. And I know that our president with Alzheimer's, Joseph Biden, says no amendment is absolute. Well, I got news for you, Mr. President. They may not be absolute in the fact that you can overturn them or rewrite them, but you don't have the votes for that. One, we're not going to stand for that. Two, and if you're going to say that the Second Amendment isn't an absolute amendment to the Constitution, I would say let's get rid of the 16th Amendment and stop paying taxes. But hey, who am I? It's another conversation for another podcast. Patriotism to me is a lifestyle. Patriotism isn't just something that I throw up on the 4th of July or Memorial Day or Veterans Day and say, hey, guess what? I support our troops. America. No, patriotism to me is a everyday lifestyle. I can acknowledge that our country has made mistakes. I can acknowledge that our government isn't quite how I want it to be today. But guess what? Me saying that I don't support the president or vice president and saying that I hope they fail is like me being on an airplane saying, guess what? The person that I wanted to fly the plane isn't flying the plane. Shoot, I hope they crash that plane. It doesn't make sense, does it? So for me, I love this country almost more than life itself. And it comes down to God, country, family. That's how much I love this country. As much as we're screwing things up right now, as much as we've screwed things up in the past, there's no place I'd rather be. We are the last hope for the world. If our country is so bad, why do we have all these people fighting to get into this country? It's like Texas. Don't come to Texas and try to fuck it up like you've messed up California. If you look at Colorado, Colorado's already changing over. But Idaho, we have all these people going to Idaho. Texas, God forbid, my prediction is Texas is going to flip to blue within the next 10 to 15 years. I really hope that's not the case. I see Idaho five to 10 years after that flipping to blue. Again, God forbid. I hope that doesn't happen. Don't tune out because that's not what I want to see happening here. But to me, patriotism is every day part of my life, standing up for the country and supporting our leaders, despite the fact I don't didn't vote for them or I might not agree with them. That's me. What is patriotism to you? As you go through about your day, what do you see? What is it to you? Who do you want to be like? Do you want to be like one of our great patriotic heroes? George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Do you want to be a foot soldier? Do you want to be someone who leads people? Where do you want to be in the realm of a patriot? It's the 4th of July, so you're going to shoot off fireworks, drink beer. Veterans Day, you're going to thank the vets. How about this? When you see military, cops, firefighters, 
do you thank them for their service? Because I'm pretty sure all of them are in a thankless job right now. I don't know about the firefighters. Let's be honest. It's not that hard of a job to go out there and get cats out of trees and grandma's bringing you cookies every other day. But my brother's a firefighter and he signed up for fires. I'll tell you what, the building inspectors are doing so well where he works. They don't really have structure fires anymore. Now they're dealing with homeless people. Now they're dealing with the drug addicts, those with mental health issues. I don't know who would sign up to do any of that. That's another conversation for another day. So how about for society? Where does patriotism belong in society? We look around and we see people rioting and you wonder, do you actually know what you're upset about? Do you know why you're rioting? Is it just because you want to go get a new plasma out of the Best Buy that you're breaking into? Or do you actually care about these things? Have you actually looked at the facts? I'm not saying that people who have different viewpoints from that of myself or others can't be patriotic. But what actions is society taking and how is the media pushing us to say we need to be a more globalistic society as opposed to looking out for the rights of those within our country? End of the day, we're all Americans. If you're here illegally, get your citizenship. If you've come here, you've gone through the process, got your citizenship, good for you. You have done more work to become a citizen of the United States than the person who was born two minutes ago in a hospital somewhere in America because they were lucky enough to be born here. You put in the work. You did what you had to do. Thank you. You probably know more about American history and the way the government works than some kid coming out of high school right now. Thank you for what you did, and thank you for doing it the right way. I could go on and on and on with this, guys, but I just want to go through and take a look at what the actual definition of patriotism is. So dictionary.com, the word patriotism is a noun that means devoted love, support, and defense of one country, national loyalty. Go down a little bit. The word patriotism is the first is first recorded in the early 1700s. Interestingly, by the 1770s, the word patriot could refer to a member of resistance movement, a freedom fighter, specifically those who fought against the British in the War for Independence associations that persist today. I am not saying that we need to be freedom fighters. That's not the definition I'm going with. I'm going with the definition for devoted to love, support, and defense of one's country and national loyalty. The problem that we have today, people tend to uh, confuse patriotism with nationalism. According to dictionary.com, nationalism is the policy or doctrine of asserting the interest of one's own nation viewed as separate from the interest of others or the common interests of all nations. Basically, promoting your country, saying that your country is better than everybody else, screw the rest of the world. Well, again, I'm not saying that we're about that. I'm saying that I love my country. I support my country. Again, going with the definition here, devoted love, support, and defense of one's country, national loyalty. Going a little bit farther down here, patriotism generally has a positive connotation. It is used for various positive statements and actions involving loving one's country and serving the great good of all its people. So if we love our country and we're going to serve, how do we serve? How do we serve and how do we show patriotism? How do we pass this down to our kids? Who do we see out there 
that are trying to do the best for this country. Active duty military, guard members, etc., cops, firefighters, ER doctors and nurses, some would argue school teachers. I would say that school teachers, as long as they're sticking to the curriculum and not espouting their liberal doctrine on the children and trying to push them in a different direction. But that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push that. Interesting article. I'm going to have two different articles for you. One is from the National Review. I know they tend to be very conservative. So I'm going to offset that with a Wall Street Journal article. But we're going to start off with a National Review. It's from July 4th, 2020. It says, The Worrisome Decline of Patriotism in America. I'm just going to read a little, few excerpts, and then we're going to talk about it. Gallup first started asking Americans how proud they were of their country months before the 9-11 attacks. Get this. 87% claimed to be extremely or very proud, and only 2% said they were a little proud or not at all proud. 87% of Americans were extremely proud of their country. That is incredible. If we could see numbers like that, I don't know about you guys, but when September 11th happened, I was driving a garbage route or a recycle route in a recycle truck, and I have this guy run out to me as I'm picking up his recycling. Hey, did you see it? Did you see it? They just flew an airplane into the Twin Towers. Wait, what? Yeah, they just flew an airplane into Twin Towers. I asked the hey, can I come into your house? Can I see what's see what's going on? And he looks at me, and of course, I'm all dirty garbage man, so of course not, can't. But I'm listening to it on the radio. I remember I was listening to Z100 Nelson and Terry show. They're just watching the CNN or whatever in the background, and they're doing their show, and of course, it's, oh, wow, that's sort of weird. Airplane just went into one of the Twin Towers. They start watching, and then the second one goes into there. All I'm saying is patriotism was at an all-time high. It's incredible how high it was. According to 2020, again, July 4th, National Review, American patriotism decline. It continues on. Gallup recently released this year's 2020 American Pride Poll, and the results are concerning to say the least. The extremely very proud cohort has fallen to an all-time low of 63%. 63%. While the only a little proud slash not at all proud group has swelled from 12% to 21% in the last year. It pains me to read that. I don't know how this is acceptable. I don't know how this is okay. We've gone from 87%, so from 2001, 87% to 63%, so 24%, that's a quarter of the nation. And we've gone from 2% to 21%. I'm just going to say it. I don't care what your political beliefs are as far as liberal, conservative, whatever strand you may be of any of that. If you can't have pride in this country and you live here, go fuck yourself. If that offends you, I don't care. You live in the greatest nation on this planet and you don't have pride where you live Go find somewhere else to live. Seriously, stop trying to screw us over and change it so it's another hellhole like somewhere else. Just stop. Okay, let me continue on here. Continues to say, love of country shouldn't be a partisan issue. Amen. 
But the Gallup poll revealed that 88% of Republicans said they were very or extremely proud to be American compared to just 42% of Democrats. College graduates, people of color, and young people were the least proud to be American. In March 2017, 43% of the respondents in their 20s said they were extremely proud to be Americans. Today, that figure stands at just 20%. I'm going to stop there because I'm going to say something that's going to be not too nice to these people. And we're just going to move forward. I do like this quote in this article. Mark Twain once defined patriotism as supporting your country all the time and your government when it deserves it. Our government needs our support right now. Not because I agree with anything they're doing especially not on the state level, but this is where we live. This is who we are. If you don't agree with what's going on, be vocal. Write a letter, write an email, write a Facebook post, Twitter, whatever. Be loud, be vocal. Put it out there. Hey, I'm one of your constituents and you are not doing what I voted for. Everybody knows squeaky wheel gets the grease. Okay, as promised, I'm going to go to the Wall Street Journal, so I'm going to just keep on rabbit trailing here. Saturday Essay. This is back from October 18, 2019 by Adam Kirsch. It's called American Patriotism is Worth Fighting For. He quotes 2019 Gallup poll released just before the 4th of July found that the share of participants who felt extremely proud to be American was the lowest in the poll's 18-year history, just 47%, down from 70% in 2003. According to the recent poll, the younger you are, the less likely you are to say that patriotism is very important. Among Americans older than 55, nearly 80% of respondents agreed with the statement. Among those under 38, only 42% did so. so this article is from almost two years ago. So 42% of the 40-year-olds in America today don't believe that patriotism is very important in America. Once again. I'm not going to say it. It saddens me a lot. The article continues, Patriotism becomes dangerous when it suppresses individual conscience in favor of blind obedience to the government. This podcast is not about rebellion to the government, but I will say this. If you see something happening that shouldn't be happening, say something. Email your congressman. Email your senator. Be vocal. Talk to your friends. Join a group. I have a friend down in Kelso area named Jeremiah Harrington. Incredible man. He went ahead during this whole CV-19 thing. And when Jay Inslee, governor of Washington, decided to shut down the state and start penalizing people illegally with a illegal mandate, Jeremiah went out and talked. Jeremiah went out and had a microphone with a speaker and talked. He was very vocal about how these actions are illegal. He went and he supported small businesses that were trying to survive. What are you doing to support all businesses that are trying to survive in this situation? Are you locking yourself at home? What's patriotism in the day and age of COVID? It's another question for us to ask, and that's another thing we're going to be talking about coming down the pike. Article continues on. Patriotism is open to skepticism from both sides of the political spectrum because loyalty to a country is, in fact, a fragile principle. 
how did we get to the point in America where patriotism is a fragile principle? Is this due to the fact that we just had a generation grow up of participation trophy, trophy recipients that mom and dad may or may not be together, junior, juniorettes growing up with whomever, they don't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance because they're too lazy to get their ass out of their chair in the morning at the beginning of school, so they don't have to? Is this because we have a society that is so morally bankrupt and corrupt, chooses that actions shouldn't have consequences, but just do whatever you feel? How patriotism is a fragile principle and loyalty to the country is a fragile principle, once again, is beyond me. I'm going to sort of just let this hang because I think this is very important. If today's politics seem more dangerous, more reminiscent of the 1850s, the most polarized period in American history, it is partly because this kind of principled patriotism is losing its value as a shared moral vocabulary. We don't hear that word moral in society hardly ever today. When it thrives, American patriotism brings the particular and the universal into a new synthesis a way of pursuing our own interests by pursuing justice. When it fails, those elements come apart, as they did for the North and South before the Civil War, and as they seem to be doing in our red and blue America today. This was written in 2019, people. Look at the division we have in America today. We have people out there saying, I don't want to do this, I don't believe that. We have gone from dissent is patriotism to if you don't obey, you're an idiot. You're a bad person. You're not patriotic. You hate America because you don't obey. Think about that for a minute. We have gone from being a rebellious society that says, no, we're not going to do that. This is the way it's supposed to be. Standing up for our rights to, hey, when you uh, ask me to bend over, can you at least put some lube on that? Because it'd be a little bit better, a little bit more. Oh, you're not going to put lube on? Not even some spit? Okay, I'll just take, I'll bend over and take it. I, I don't even understand. You can't tell I'm getting really heated over this, and it bothers me. The lack of patriotism in America bothers me. The way our police officers, first responders, firefighters, vets, active duty military people in America are treated bothers me. I think that we need to look at how people are being raised and the lack of morality as we're talking about defunding police and training police officers more. We're going to move on to our officer of the day. Today's May 1st. This is from Monday, May 1st, 2017. Deputy Sheriff Mark Jason Burbridge. He was from, and I'm going to butcher this, I apologize, Potawatomi County Sheriff's Office in Iowa. The story goes, this is from OfficerDownMemorialPage.org. Deputy Sheriff Mark Burbage was shot and killed at the Pato, what, <laughs> the county jail in Council Bluffs as he and another deputy returned two inmates to the jail after a court appearance. As the deputies began to take the inmates into the jail, one of the inmates attacked him after using a concealed key to remove his shackles. The inmate was able to obtain a firearm from the van and shot both deputies. He then stole the transport van and fled from the jail. He shot a citizen nearby when he attempted to carjack the man. He then abducted another citizen and forced her to drive him from the scene into her, in her vehicle. The subject was located 
by Omaha, Nebraska police officers after releasing the woman. He was taken in custody following a high-speed pursuit and charged with numerous felonies related to carjacking and weapon possession. The man had just been sentenced to 55 years in prison after pleading guilty to murder. On August 15, 2017, the man was sentenced to life in prison for Deputy Burbridge's murder and related charges. Deputy Burbridge had served with the, again, I'm going to butcher it, Potawatomi County Sheriff's Office for 12 years. Doesn't say who he left behind. We know he left behind a mom and a dad. We don't know about siblings. We don't know about kids. Don't know about a wife or significant other. But this guy made the, the ultimate sacrifice. We owe him our gratitude. So as you see those police officers out there today, thank them. I have a lot of officer friends. It doesn't get old to have somebody come up and say, thank you for your service. But again, Deputy Sheriff Mark Jason Burbridge, four years ago today, gave the ultimate sacrifice. So one other thing I want to talk about today, and I'm going to wrap it up after this. I had the opportunity to find this book by George Washington. It's called Rules of Civility and Decent Behavior in Company and Conversation. This was actually written by George Washington, and I'm not seeing the print date on here. I'm not going to dig too far into it, but I'm just going to go through it. Rule one, every action done in company ought to be with some sign of respect to those that are present. I'm going to say that again. Every action done in company ought to be with some sign of respect to those that are present. doesn't say if you agree with them. doesn't say if they treat you right. It says everybody should be essentially treated with respect. Something we seem to have lost in our society. So we have these keyboard commandos sitting behind their desk doing whatever they want to do knowing that if they were in real life, they'd probably get punched in the face. I'm not advocating violence. I'm just saying, on that bombshell, challenge of the week. What does patriotism mean to you? What do you do to show your love for this country? Have you served in the military? Thank you if you have. What does patriotism mean to you? How are you going to love your country more? I'm Mike. You've been listening to the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast. All of you have a good evening. And to all the military and vets out there, first responders, guys and gals, be safe. You've been listening to the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast. The Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast can be controversial at times. The comments and the opinions of the host and guest are for entertainment purposes only and not their actual opinions. While the Whatever Happened to Patriotism podcast is about first responder heroes, this podcast is in no way affiliated with any first responder departments. 